Welcome back to another episode of the Hitchcock Minute. Each week, Movies by Minutes hosts examine the 1959 Alfred Hitchcock directed thriller, North by Northwest. I am but mad North Northwest. When the wind is southerly, I know a hawk from a handsaw. One minute of screen time per episode. One last time, this is your capitalist pig host for Minute 20, Professor Robert E.G. Black. He can also be found on Cock and Bull Minute, a Tristram Shandy story. Taking a shot. It should be noted, this is minute 20 and minute 19 was recorded out of order. So I may have been, 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 I may have been doing better on the sense of alcohol intake and clarity. I had my notes written for most of these minutes ahead of time, so clarity wasn't necessarily. Nobody doesn't like Sarah Lee. Was that real? I just heard the music. <laughs> Clarity was not necessarily the problem. Hands together, clasped, getting ready. Shot glasses, Robert's bar. I'm Robert, this is my bar. Shots already taken. Where are we? Minute 20? This movie's basically over. <laughs> not even close, really. Roger's all <sighs> bleep Roger. <laughs> Don't bleep Roger. Bleep twice. Minute twenty. At the end of last minute, Sergeant Klinger told Thornhill he was allowed one call. Carl Smallwood explains on Today I Found Out dot com. Quote. 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 You get exactly one phone. <laughs> you get exactly <laughs> these words aren't flying very, very, very well. <sighs> Quote: You get exactly one phone. <laughs> I've been drinking for two weeks. I don't know what's up. Or what's down, or what's in my notes, or what's not, or what should be, or what isn't, or where I'm going. Quote. You get exactly one phone call when arrested is a useful, simple plot element and easier to explain to an audience than being arrested is a legal man mine is a legal minefield where your rights can vary based on a variety of factors. In reality, the number of phone calls you can make varies from as many as you want to zero, depending on the severity and location of your crime and how you act when arrested. Thanks to the Sixth Amendment, you were entitled to legal counsel, and as clarified in the Supreme Court ruling in Brewer v. Williams, you are entitled to that counsel at or after the time the judicial proceedings have been initiated, whether by formal charge preliminary little <laughs> ah. I don't know. Where am I? 
You are entitled to the count to that. (laughs) 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 Quotes within quotes are the best of our friends. Thanks to the Sixth Amendment, you are entitled to legal counsel and, as clarified in the Supreme Court ruling in Brewer v. Williams, you are entitled to that counsel at or after the time that judicial proceedings have been initiated, whether by formal charge, preliminary hearing, indictment, information, or arraignment. End quote. We are on page 27 of the shooting script. Changes dated 10, 10, 58, scene 49, continued Sergeant Emil Klinger. Portrayed by John Berardino, who has 112 acting credits on IMDb, beginning with 1948's The Winner's Circle. Notably, he played Dr. Steve Hardy on Soap Opera General Hospital, appearing in 339 episodes between 1963 and 1995. Klinger. Over here. Leads Thornhill to a nearby phone. Better, Better make, make it your lawyer. Thornhill. Butterfield. Hey, it's kind of wrong, so it's not very clear. Clinger. What am I, a telephone operator? Thornhill, nodding. Yeah. Butterfield. He's saying Butterfield. 81098, and I'm being deliberately more obscure than he is. Butterfield 8 refers. Butterfield 8 refers to an. Butterfield 8 refers to a telephone exchange, a central office providing service to upper providing service to upper class neighborhoods in Manhattan's Upper East Side. The actual phone number then would be, in modern terms, 2881098. In 1955, AT&T put out a list of recommended names for the various exchanges to minimize misunderstandings. The number Thornhill gives could also have been Atlantic 8, Atlas 8, Atwater 8, Atwood 8, Avenue 8, or Butler 8. (laughs) There were no exchanges for sequences beginning with 555795 or 97, as those numbers had no vowels. Note, 5979 or 99 could be used because the Y on 9 could be voweled, as in the exchanges Linwood, Sycamore, and Wyman, for example. And initial 86 area codes had been formed in the 1940s. Many cities converted to seven-digit phone numbers in the 1950s. Direct dialing... Direct dialing logging distance with the area code included could be done. 1966. Stan Freeberg laments the loss of the exchange names in his song. They took away our Murray Hills, which unfortunately I cannot find the audio for, so I have to guess. They took away our Murray Hills. They took away our sycamores. They took away Trafalgar and State. They took away our plaza, our Yukon, our Michigan. And left us with four seven three two nine seven six eight. Remember Susquehanna with a high ho three seven zero and a merry five four two two. Who said it's cumbersome? See the nice numbersome Univac machines gone and picked out for you. They took away our Lexingtons. They took away our Delawares. 
They came and got Tuxedo and State. They swiped El Dorado and Judson and Trinity and left us with 473-29768. Blessings on the telephone company with a high ho 370 and a merry 54433. Goodbye, dear old prefix hello 3736. Oh, there are a million laughs down at AT&T. In 1960, Elizabeth Taylor, Lawrence Lawrence Harvey, and Eddie Fisher would star in a film entitled Butterfield 8. Reluctantly, Klinger puts the call through. As he dials, Thornhill leans in close and watches his dialing. After a few moments, what Thornhill's mother says on the other end of the line, I do not know, but it is not. Hello? I don't know. Klinger, to phone. Just, Just a, a minute, minute please. please. Here. He hands the phone to Thornhill, who is now attempting to lean his head against the sergeant's chest. Stop singing. He hands the phone to Thornhill, who is now attempting to lean his head against the sergeant's chest. Thornhill. Oh, thank you. Oh, mother. Mother, Mother, this is your son, Roger Thornhill. Thornhill. That he needs to identify himself by name and not just as her son is both wonderfully amusing and ties into the theme of identity in terms of names. Roger Thornhill is her son. He is Roger Thornhill. He is her son. Transitive property. Duh. Yeah. Wait a minute, I'll I'll find find out. out. He turns his body back toward Klinger, but as his eyes are still mostly closed, and he seems to be looking downward, he is lucky that Klinger is probably used to this next question. Where Where am am I? Klinger. Glenclough Police Station. Thornhill. Glencove Police Station. In the script, he says, no, that is, that is not. Is that, no, now is that. In the script, he says, now is that a nice thing to say, mother? In the film, he says, no, 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 no mother, mother, I have no, not been drinking. I have not been drinking. No. 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 No, these, these two, two men, men poured a whole bottle of bourbon into me. Which sounds like the same excuse he uses time and time again when he calls his mother from a police station of various places around from whence they live, which isn't always Glen Cove, but is where he goes while drunk out of Manhattan. Where was I? No, mother, no. No, no mother, I have not, not been drinking. Been drinking. No. No, no, these two men, they poured a whole bottle of bourbon, bottle into, of bourbon me. into me. And I want to be bothered by the lack of time that Cary Grant is staying silent for responses we cannot hear. But the last line of this minute is so great, I will forgive. He adds. No, they didn't give me a chaser. And he says it like it is the most important detail so far. 
A few final notes on Alfred Hitchcock before I leave you. John P. Frain, North by Northwest. Quote, Hitchcock frequently repeats an anecdote about his childhood which reveals some of his basic obsessions. Little Alfred was brought by his father to the police station, where his father handed the police sergeant a note. The sergeant took Alfred to a cell and locked him up. After five minutes, the sergeant returned and let him go with the warning. See what happens to bad boys? We can see here the elements of the basic childish terror of the unknown. The child has no defenses against the terror of confinement. The adult also harbors those unreasoning fears which plagues him no matter how much his adult knowledge of the world tells him that they are nonsensical fossils of his own past. And that is Alfred's major weapon against us. End quote. Willie Young, The Shawshank Redemption and the Hope for Escape Quoting Why Thrillers Thrive Quote through film, we escape the sedentary routine of everyday life. As Alfred Hitchcock described it, thriller movies appeal to us because we desire excitement. Our nature is such that we must have these shakeups or we grow sluggish and jellified. But on the other hand, our civilization has so screened and sheltered us that it isn't practicable to experience sufficient thrills at first hand. So we have to experience them artificially, and the screen is the best medium for this. End quote. Slavoj Zizek, in his bold gaze, my ruin is writ large. Taking the quote from Donald Spoto, The Dark Side of Genius, The Life of Alfred Hitchcock. Quotes. Ernest Lehman, who wrote the scenario for North by Northwest, recalls the following remarks by Hitchcock from the time when they were working together on this film. Ernie, do you realize we're doing this picture? The audience is like a giant organ that you and I are playing. At one moment, we play this note on them and get this reaction, and then we play that chord and they react that way, and someday we won't even have to make a movie. There will be electrodes implanted in their brains, and we'll just press different buttons, and they'll go, ooh, ah, and we'll frighten them and make them laugh. Won't that be wonderful? End quote. I've been your host for minutes 11 through 20, Professor Robert E.G. Black. If you'd like to hear more from me, check out Cock and Bull Minute at a Tristram Shandy story in which eventually, if we get to it, we, me, and various guests will be discussing the 2005 film Tristram Shandy, a Cock and Bull story, one minute at a time. Until then, we will be talking about other stuff. Or check out LemonDrops.com for links to all my podcasts, my blog, and all my social media. You can find the Hitchcock Minute podcast on Apple Podcasts and Google Play or at the main site HitchcockMinute.com. Find us on Facebook at the main on Washington's News or on Twitter at Hitchcock Minute. There are over 100 other Movies by Minutes podcasts available at MoviesByMinutes.com. Check out the site for more great shows. Join us here next time on the Hitchcock Minute. Goodbye, Mr. Thornhill, wherever you are.